Welcome to the History Slam podcast from ActiveHistory.ca. Here's your host, Sean Graham. Thank you, Adam. Welcome to the History Slam, everybody. I am Sean Graham, coming at you today nearly live. We are in Ottawa, Ontario. That's right, I have returned for one very specific reason, and that's because friend of the show, Aaron Boys, the man, the myth, the legend, has successfully defended his doctoral thesis, and he joins us now. Welcome. Thank you very much. And congratulations. Thank you. I appreciate that. This is a, a thrilling moment. I know... I wasn't able to Skype in as no, we had planned, but I, your significant other did email me when it was done, mm-hmm. and I sent you an email that only had a YouTube link. You did to a clip of The Office, which I thought you would enjoy. It's fantastic. Uh, so, so for you, what what does it feel like? Does it seem real yet? Well, I, I kind of wish that my reaction had been like Michael Scott from The Office, from the clip that you sent me. He's clearly celebrating a little bit more than maybe I should. Uh, no, it hasn't entirely sunk in yet. It, it does feel surreal that it's over. You know, you, you submit and then you wait and wait and wait, and then all of a sudden the day arrives. You're nervous. It's the worst three hours of your life. And then it's over. Now, are you talking about your defense or your wedding? What are we talking about? Oh, no, no. The defense the defense. Here. Oh, no, yeah, okay. No, no, I just want... Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's those two things were very... The wedding was in three hours. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, no. The wedding was great in comparison, especially right. to where, compared to the uh, Right. Defense. Although, you know, I had a much worse seat at the defense. Well, at the defense. Well, yeah, because you were down in Cambridge. You weren't... Uh, you didn't make the trip up, even though you were totally invited for it. Well... I'm a very important man. I'm yes, very... edu- educating the minds down in uh, down in Cambridge. It's true. I was saying last night, I got in last night, people at the curling club were saying, what are you doing here? And I was like, well, I'm an international businessman. I'm here on international business. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Just just, I said that to my parents, too, when I came home. Yeah, it's, just, it's just how you do it. So how, how does it feel to be back? It's interesting. It's it's kind of fun. I was at, I was at Library and Archives Canada. Yeah. Doing some stuff there. It's cool to see Al and, and the gang over there, which was, was was a lot of fun. So it, it's good to be back. But there's another th- reason I'm here. It's not just because you defended your thesis and you are almost a doctor. You say you're done, but I when I came into this room today, you were reading a book as part of the edits that I we was. all that we I shouldn't say we all, but that most of us have to make. Yes, after a fe- after a defense. So you'll submit in the next month. Well, yeah, by the twenty third. Right, and then you'll walk across the stage, and even before you walk across the stage, you'll be a doctor, because the Senate will confer your degree before the actual ceremony, so at some point in May, most likely, Mm -hmm. you will be Dr. Boys. Yeah, that still sounds weird. It does, but you'll get used to it. Maybe. You gotta change all of, like, your credit cards, your utility bills to doctor. Yeah, but you can do that now anyway, no one checks. No, you can, but it's not real. Wait till it's real, yeah, and then it'll start to sink in. And, oh, maybe. And after your after graduation, when you go out for whether it's a meal, drink, whatever you guys end up doing, mm-hmm. make the reservation for Doctor and Mrs. Boys. Yeah, my wife would love that. <laughs> <laughs> so mentioning your wife, yes, she is pregnant. She is, which is very exciting. She's about what four months, six months. Six months. Oh my Six god! Months, yep. So the baby is due in July. July, which is very exciting for the two of you. It and is. Congratulations! Thank you. Because I don't think we mentioned this last time you were on the show. Uh, uh, no, at that even point, even though she was pregnant, she was at that point. But, but no, we hadn't. Uh, we hadn't made the announcement the last time I was on the show. Yeah, so it's it's, it's very exciting. So we got to thinking, uh, as we do. About this, the podcast because everything in our lives apparently revolves around the podcast. Anytime we chat, it seems to be the thing. So we thought it'd be fun to come up with ways that you could name your child mm-hmm. that would be fun sounding, but also historically appropriate. Yeah. So we want to find people who would be cool to name your kid after. Mm-hmm. So the criteria that we have come up with, and we've discussed it very loosely. Oh, of course. What our criteria is. But basically, names that sound cool, mm-hmm. that fit with your last name. Yeah. And, sorry, excuse me, fit with both of your last names. Yep. Yeah. Because uh, that's how it's going to go. It's a, Not hyphened. 
the last name is going to be... I thought she no, hyphened her name. She did, but uh, the, we're not hyphenating the child's name. So the child is going to be boy. Yes. Oh, okay. So we need stuff that goes with the, the boy's yep. name. Yeah. And... At the same time, we don't want cool-sounding names that are attached to horrible people. No. So we've come up with some really positive names. We've also yeah. found some terrible oh, names. Yeah. Like cool-sounding names, but that you really shouldn't use. Oh, yeah. So for as much as this is for you, I really think this is kind of a public service. Oh, it certainly is. For those people who are expecting a child and have absolutely no idea what to name their kid, I mean, there's countless lists of the top 10 best baby baby names top 10 worst baby names mm. most popular baby names there's so many things out there but if you want to try to pick something unique this is for you yeah we're here to replace all of those things 100 percent. so really the, the internet as far as i can tell is outrage about politics yep porn yep and baby names pretty much that's really what the internet is and then there's like us yeah, yeah. There's a few other sites along the way, but pretty much it. Right. So, so we're trying to, you know, carve out that chunk of baby names, make it obsolete, essentially, for more history content. Of course. Yeah. So, how we've done this, we've each come up with a, a list of names. Now, we haven't seen each other's lists. Nope. At all. So there might be overlap here, perhaps. Uh, yeah. We, we don't know, but we're gonna break it up for as much as. You know, we don't want to support gender normative behavior, these sorts of things. There are certain names that work for girls, certain names that work for boys, some mm-hmm. that work for both genders. Yep. So we have broken it up by gender. Yes. So we're going to start with girls' names. Yep, it makes sense. Uh, I've got a baby girl on the way, so I want to hear what you think I should name her. The first name that I have written down that I, I really like, Norma Jean. Norma Jean. Norma Jean. So in Latin, Norma means patterns. Patterns. Which goes with your lovely shirt. Oh, thanks. That you're wearing today. Now, Norma Jean, of course, the birth name of Marilyn Monroe. Mm-hmm. Uh, famous actress. Perhaps biggest role was in Some Like It Hot. Won a Golden Globe for that. Now, she had a very controversial life. She did. Um, you know, multiple partners, mm-hmm. a failed marriage, but in death, and she died from an overdose, yeah. but her legacy has been very popular. Uh, she's a celebrated figure now, mm-hmm. where it's almost like the challenges she had have been set aside, or she's almost viewed maybe as a victim of her times or a victim of herself or of her, of her own demons because yeah. she had a very difficult childhood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she's lauded as, as this figure that has gone beyond the sex icon yeah, that she might have been Yeah, she's in her more day. than just that sex symbol that she was in the 1950s and 1960s. Uh, it's interesting. I had thought about... Marilyn Monroe, her stage mm. name as a potential name, mm. uh, just because it is, it's so recognized, and you know, you say that name even now. What is it, sixty years after or fifty years after her death, and mm. people still know who Marilyn Monroe is. Yeah. Uh, I believe she would be ninety this year. I think. I think she was born in twenty six. Twenty six. Okay. I think so. so. So nearing nearing a centenary. But for some reason, I, I don't know why, but I just didn't include it. Just I guess something in my mind just said, nah, right. maybe not. I get Marilyn. Yeah. Maybe not. Marilyn sounds, has that 50s, 60s sound to it. Mm-hmm. But Norma, I, I agree, it's, it's a very old-ish sounding name. Mm-hmm. But it's there's something about it, maybe because it's two syllables... Yeah, it I works out. Yeah, the two syllables and the one syllable. Yeah, it, just, it works. Norma Jean. It just it flows nicely. Mm. It, it works. Right, and you could and you could use Jean as the middle name. Absolutely. Right? So Norma Jean boys. Yeah. I think there's a good flow there. Yeah. And 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 as an added benefit, that Elton John song is going to be played for the rest of time. So she'll have a song on the radio. Or whatever people listen to in 20 years when radio is completely dead. Yeah. yeah. Where it's, I mean, I know it's about her dying, but it's Norma Jean's in a lyric to a song, which is pretty good. That is true. So true. so that that was my top, 
Not my top choice. It's the first one I wrote down. The first one you wrote down. Yeah. All right. So Norma like Jean is is my how I'm going to start. I like it. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. So what's what's your first? Name? So I went uh, Canadian on this one, and the first name that I chose um, was Nellie McClung. Mm. And the reason why I picked Nellie McClung is because I really like the name Nellie. Okay. I, I really like the name Nelly. You know, I mean, most times if you were to say the name Nelly nowadays, people would think of the American rapper. But I'm going with Nelly McClung, who is a social advocate, uh, best known for her work in the 1920s, uh, pushing for women's rights, specifically the person's case in 1927. Um, McClung, along with Henrietta Muir, Edwards, Emily Murphy, Louise McKinney, and Irene Parleby, They launched the person's case, which contended that women were qualified to sit in the Canadian Senate, even though at that time, and upheld by the Supreme Court, Canadian law said that women were not persons and that they couldn't hold this this role. But Nellie McClung and the famous part of the famous five were able to change the law and have it so that women could indeed sit in the Senate. So I think it's, as a person... It's a good name to be named after for all the accomplishments of what she achieved. And again, I keep going back to, I just like the name Nellie. That's interesting because if this was 15 years ago, I think it'd be too associated with the rapper. Yeah, it would be. Especially because it'd be, he spells it N-E-L-L-Y right. versus McClung was N-E-L-L-I-E. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you have enough of a separation there. Just a little bit. But, I mean, at the same time, she could lie if, if she needed to and say, oh, yeah, no, it's about the rapper. That's true. Instead of saying that, you know, my father came up with this name because uh, he's a history nerd. But I could say, no, I was listening to the radio one time. Right. And she could wear the Band-Aid under her eye. Absolutely. It'd be great. Rocket. Would you keep McClung as a middle name or would you ditch the McClung? Now, McClung, I think, is a, works as a middle name. You could totally put it in there. So I'm kind of on the fence about that. I could be swayed really either way, depending on what my wife wanted, if she was really adverse to say, uh, keeping that one in there. But uh, I think it would work. You could totally do Nellie McClung boys. It just works. I, I agree. That's a... Because the McClung, it's like this cool sounding thing. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think that would work as a middle name. And non-traditional middle name. No, too, that's which, for sure. Exactly. Again, if you're going for... The non-standard names are trying to be unique a little bit out there. There's a unique name. Mm-hmm. You want a unique name? I do. Beatrix. Not, that is, not Beatrice. Beatrix. Beatrix with an X. Ooh. Yeah. So this is after Beatrix Potter. I think you dropped the Potter as a middle name. But Beatrix, it means either Voyager or Traveler or Blessed, depending on your on the linguistic background that you choose. Now, she is an uh, English author, most famous for writing The Tale of Peter Rabbit. Mm. So a little literary figure, very yeah. learned, which we like. Yes. But she was also a strong environmentalist, and this is why I picked her, because in this age in which we live, your daughter mm-hmm. is really going to be the first generation whose whole life is confronting climate change. Yes. Right? When we were kids... People talked about it, but not really. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this next generation, these people who are being born now, they're the ones who are really going to have to confront this and deal with it. So naming her after a strong environmentalist, I think that sets a nice tone yeah. for what her social responsibility or what part of her social responsibility will have to be as she goes through her life. And Beatrix Potter, in addition to being a writer, she is known for being a leading figure in getting the land for Lake District National Park in England Mm. and having that preserved as a national park. So she was very central to that movement. So I think that because of what she did in her life, Mm -hmm. she'd be a good choice. And Beatrix is a name. Oh, yeah. I love it. I love the incorporation of the X. I think it's great. Right. Because you could... There's so many... Nickname possibilities with the X. Oh, yeah. Right? You go Trix, Trixie. You could just be B. Yeah. Like, there's there's a lot of, of options there. Yeah, there's a lot of play with it. I like mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And you very rarely see X's in names. That is true. So... Especially in English. Right. So, I think it's a, a solid option for something a little off. Because 
or something that's less common. Mm-hmm. Uh, because B is like B. Arthur, and it's like yeah. golden girly, yeah. which is kind of fun. Yeah. But with the Beatrix, you know, I think there's a lot of flexibility yeah. with the name. I like it. The only thing is I unfortunately wouldn't be able to choose it for my daughter because it's too close to the dog's name. Of Beasley. Beasley. Yeah, Because then, we, then we've got B and Bees. Right. So I like it, but I just it, yeah, it's not, it's not going to work in our house. Yeah, you're right. I didn't, I didn't think of that. No, you didn't. I didn't think so of that. Bad job by you. Yeah, terrible. Terrible. Yeah. All right. Well, show me how it's done. Well, all right. See, so I kind of cheated, or at least I said I think I cheated. Hopefully, I didn't cheat, even though the rules are very loose, as uh, mentioned yeah. off the top. You have no rules. <laughs> <laughs> and so the next name that I chose to name or potentially name my daughter after was a young woman who was born in 1997. And so we're going very recent. 19 years old. 1997, only 19 years old. And that, of course, is Malala Yousafzai. Mm. This Mm. young woman fascinates me. Mm. She just, everything about her is just incredible. And she makes me feel like I've accomplished nothing with my life, seeing what she's done in only 19 years. For those of you who don't know about Malala, uh, she's a Pakistani activist for human rights and for female education. Uh, she's actually the youngest, uh, youngest ever Nobel Prize laureate. And the reason why Malala was brought to prominence was in 2012, she was shot three times while just trying to attend school in her native Pakistan. Uh, and since then, she, she's become a world-renowned spokesperson for women's rights and human rights. And I didn't know this, but when I was looking her up, uh, she was awarded honorary Canadian citizenship in 2013. Mm. So I thought that was quite fascinating. Um, Good on the Harper government. Absolutely. So she just, everything about this young woman, as I said, just fascinates me. Mm -hmm. And I feel as though if you're going to name your daughter after a strong female person and someone who's accomplished so much, and especially in this day and age where uh, women are still struggling to reach equality around the world, who better to name your daughter after than Malala? Absolutely, and she she is a very charismatic figure as she well. Is. When you see her speak, she oh yeah, really really interesting young lady. I guess the issue that I might have with this, and this is just me being terrible with names in general, I find it difficult when I when I've talked about her <laughs> and I've talked about her in classes and stuff. I find it difficult to pronounce just all the laws. Yes, right? yeah, I can see how it would be a little difficult. Yeah, Malala, especially for a younger for a, for a child. Trying to right. pronounce her own name, it might be a little difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but at the same time, going with uh, with Beatrix, there's so many names that you can go along with. She could be Mal. Mm-hmm. She could be Lala. You don't want her to be Lala. No. No, because that's one of the. She, she's like a. There's some person who's named Lala who's like one of those basketball wives. Oh, okay. Like then, crazy yeah. and nuts. Like you know, okay, Lala, I, I don't think that. you want. Okay. Um, so Mal. Yeah. Mal. Yeah. Yeah. Although works. in Ottawa. With all the francophones, if your name is Mal, <laughs> that doesn't really translate very well. No, it doesn't. So that could be tough. So it would just have to be, I guess it would have yeah, to be. Yeah, I think it might have to, yeah. You would have to be. Yeah. Eh. Which is fine. Yeah, I think that's, I'd be okay with that. Yeah, yeah. That's a solid choice. Excellent. Okay, solid I'm choice. glad to see that I didn't cheat. <laughs> <laughs> so I got one that's a little off base as well. That that. I didn't expect that. And here's okay. one I don't think you will have expected. Ludie. Can't say I saw that coming. Yeah, for Ludie Little, she was a lawyer. She was one of the first African-American lawyers. She was admitted to the Tennessee Bar in 1897. She also practiced in Topeka, Kansas, in New York City. And she taught at Central Tennessee, the Central Tennessee College of Law and is the first woman to teach at a chartered law school mm-hmm. in the United States. So, prominent figure. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, and I just like the way the name sounds. Ludi. 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 Yeah. Because it, it, like, it almost sounds like a nickname. Yeah. It totally sounds like someone that you'd give a nickname to. Right. Yeah. So, But you don't really need to because it already has it. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, and I like the way it sounds. And I... I don't know if you would include Little as a middle name, given your last name. Yeah, that one might be a little difficult to swing. But I love her name of just of Ludi Little. Like yeah. that is a standalone. The alliteration really there is fantastic. Yeah. yeah. So I, I enjoyed 
Ludi, like Ludi, and then I don't know you would put in the, as a middle name, but Ludi Boys. Yeah, yeah, I like that. So I, I was thinking Ludi Little. Yeah, and it's definitely off the beaten path, and I like yeah. it. That's yeah. a good one. So, so I have that, and here, here's another one for you. Ooh, rapid fire. Um, that I'm, I'm a fan of. Hildegard. Huh. So, there's a couple different people who this could be named after. There's a, a actress, a British actress named Hildegard Neal. Now, the name, also by the way, it's uh, a Germanic origins, mm-hmm. meaning protecting battle maid. Ooh. So you know that's a nice sort of protective, yeah. like that, uh, some somewhat of a matronly yeah. uh, or maternal mm-hmm. figure. But this is this I think is so perfect for you. Okay. There's also a Saint Hildegard. Now I know what you're saying, Sean. I'm not a religious fellow. Mm-hmm. Why the saint? You took the words out of my mouth. Because she, Saint Hildegard was considered one of the founders of scientific natural history in Germany. And she is a doctor of the church. Wow. So you have the religious stuff Uh that even though you might not believe in, it's always good to have on your side. Yeah. But also the the science and the natural history stuff. Mm -hmm. So even though it's a religious name in part... You have the non-religious aspects of it and that scientific history that you're such a fan of. Yeah, I like that. Especially uh, as a nickname or not, maybe I guess not a nickname, but the short form, the Hildy. Yeah, well, see, because there's... Hildy is a great name. It's very versatile because oh, yeah. if she's a Supreme Court justice, it's Hildegard. Yeah. If she's a waitress at a truck stop, it's Hildy. Very multi-purpose. Right? So there's, you know, you can go in any direction she's not it's not like a name where your vocation is almost determined by your name yeah like you can go anywhere anywhere with it because you can easily shorten it I like it and I would shorten it to Hilde and not Hilda no I would go Hilde yeah for sure yeah no that's so much better yeah so I thought I thought you would enjoy the melange of options with with Hildegard I like it. I like it. Well, I've got one more okay. for my baby girl. Yeah. And this one probably won't seem that unusual once I mention. Um, because I was trying to think of a name that someone in North America, where we live, would recognize the name. It would be very easy to make the connection to. And the one name that continually came into my mind as I was sitting there trying to make connections there was Harriet Tubman. Mm, yeah. Obviously, Harriet Tubman was best known for her role in the Underground Railroad, assisting runaway slaves escape the U.S. South and seek freedom in the North and in Canada. So it, the name Harriet Tubman carries a significance here in Canada. Uh, her name is synonymous with bravery and courage and, of course, the Underground Railroad. Yeah. And so if you were to say that you were named after Harriet Tubman, I think most people would at least have some semblance of an idea of who that was. Mm -hmm. And so, and then uh, the more you look into her, you see how impactful she really was. And so that's kind of where I went with, uh, with that. Mm -hmm. And I like Tubman as a middle name. I do. Because then you could go Tubbs. Oh, Tubbs is a great middle name. Right. That's a great nickname. As a nickname, just Tubbs. Oh, 100%. Right. I don't know if it would work as well for women as it does for men, but... I think, it, but it's why, a great, I don't it's know a why it wouldn't. It's a great nickname. Yeah, I've never heard of a woman with the nickname Tubbs. But no, that doesn't mean you couldn't have but it. But think about it if she's if she's in the locker room playing on a team, right? She's, in the, yeah, in the lo- just it's Tubbs. Yeah, like right there, you got a great great name. Yeah, yeah, because that's the thing, right? So many nicknames, at least in the world in which you and I have grown up, yeah. have been related to sports. Sports, one hundred percent, right? And so, and your daughter's going to play sports. Yeah. Or at least she's going to start. Well, you're going to expose her. her. You're going to expose her to sports. Exactly. And if she and likes hope it, that great. she likes yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. And if not, you'll be dead inside. But a little bit. <laughs> so if she's in a locker room, because you need, if you're going to be like the captain of the hockey team, you need a good nickname. You have to, right? It's sort of like 
the biggest deal. Oh, yeah. Of being the captain. I mean, part of it, you listen to any radio for professional sports, and the common thing to do is just add Z at the end yeah. of the name. So you'd be Graham Z or maybe right. Boy Z. And I mean, that, that that's pretty standard. But if you want to make it a little bit more interesting, you come up with that, with that nickname, and you've yeah. got Tubbs. Tubbs. That's Tubbs over there. Yeah. And everyone's going to respect Tubbs. Oh, yeah. There's, that's not, I mean. Because it's going to be a name of endearment. And it's a name, it's a powerful nickname. You say, that's Tubbs. Yeah. Right there. I love it. That's Excellent. a good choice. Yeah. Harriet is interesting, too, because it's a name that you don't see very much anymore. No. I mean, it's one of those names that you might encounter once in a blue moon. Mm-hmm. Is uh, kind of going back to like Beatrix, that a little bit more of, a, of an older fashioned name, yeah. but one that can still be used mm-hmm. in the 21st century. Yeah, I, I I think that's a good choice. And Harriet's a little harder to shorten. It is you, sh- you can't really. Sh- it's hard to ho- to shorten it to Harry. Yeah, but I but think there are, could be options with it. We figured it out it's Tubbs. Tubbs done. Yeah, and then when when she's in trouble. Then you go to Harriet. Oh, yeah. Like, Harriet, what have you done? Exactly. And when it's just normal, it's like, hey, Tubbs, are you coming for dinner? Done. Yeah. Uh-oh. Parenting 101. I might have a difficult conversation with Megan coming up saying how I want to name my daughter Tubbs. Tubbs. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she'll be fine. Should we, I thought we were making the decision today. I thought this was between you and me. And oh, is that like, what it was? <laughs> Should I get her on the horn and make sure that that is okay? She has no. She apparently has no say. Oh, I'm not going to be allowed home if, if that's the case. So I have um, a couple people, uh, a couple names that could go for men or women. Oh, okay. Or at least a couple people whose names you could use in part to honor. Yeah. Uh, can kind of use interchangeably. Yeah. Right. So the first one I have here is Susan B. Anthony. Yeah. yeah. Now, I'm of course biased. My mother's name is Susan. Now it means Lily, highly praiseworthy. Hi, mom. And of course, Susan B. Anthony, a social reformer, feminist yeah. in the 19th century. She was central in the creation of the International Council of Women. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're having a girl, Susan. Yeah. If you're having a boy, Anthony. Anthony. So it, I think it really works. Absolutely. For, works, for yeah. both. And you can honor Susan B. Anthony. And I think it's particularly meaningful if you have a boy mm-hmm. because you want that boy to be a feminist. Yes. So if you name the boy Anthony after Susan B. Anthony and you know point that out to him from a young age that you're named after this reformer, this feminist icon... I think that will really go a long way to making sure that that boy has doesn't fall into the patriarchal traps mm-hmm. that exist in, in our society. Yeah, Susan B. Anthony was actually one of my honorable mentions as well. Okay. It was another one of the names that I was considering, but I actually didn't end up going with. Right. So the other one I have here is Amelia Earhart. Okay. So Amelia for a girl. Uh huh. Earhart for a boy. Earhart Boys. Explain. I think that just sounds cool. <laughs> that's, that's it. I mean, so Amelia Earhart is a fascinating figure, of course. Well, because you're in love with everything that has to do with aviation. I really am. And, of course, she disappeared in the 1930s, trying to become the first woman woman to circumnavigate the globe mm-hmm. uh, in a solo flight. And she disappeared. I think there was a thing a couple years ago where they thought they might have found part of her plane. Really? I think I remember reading this, but she's never been found, and she might be chilling out on some small island that we don't know about somewhere. Who knows? But she is a heroic figure for that purpose and a real pioneer, not just with regards to women in aviation, in aviation in general. Oh, yeah. A pioneer. And... I think, you know, again, this, this notion of honoring women, mm-hmm. strong women in, of the past, mm-hmm. I think it works. And Earhart as a boy's name, it has a, I, I think it could work as a girl's name too. But I like mm-hmm. names that convey some sort of power or authority and, and not in the way of like ruling over someone else. But they, they, they just sound strong. See, like that, it comes back to the whole idea about Supreme Court Justice. Yeah. Earhart. Yeah. As a Supreme Court Justice name would be outstanding. Right. And it sort of comes back to the same reason why curse words 
are so powerful or sound powerful because mm-hmm. they have that those hard sounds in them. Mm-hmm. So Erhart, right? Like that's it ends on a strong T. Yeah, I think it really denotes some sort of. It's a strong name. And it goes back to the whole two syllables, one, that goes nicely with my last name, that Earhart Boys. Yeah. Yeah. And that, yeah, I think you're right. Earhart could go for either a little boy or a little girl. Either way, I mean, I think it could both, it could be used. Yeah. Yeah. So those are the two that I came up with that we could honor an individual regardless of of gender Mm -hmm. of, of the child. So now you're not having a little boy. I'm not. But no. we have come up with some names that yes will work for for boys, yeah. and I'll go first again. Okay, because here's one that uh, it's similar to the first name that I presented for a girl, okay. in that it's the birth name mm-hmm. of somebody who is famous with a different name. Okay, so I have Cassius Clay. Ooh. So Cassius Clay, of course, for those of you who don't know, uh, Muhammad Ali, won an Olympic gold medal before turning pro, mm-hmm. great boxer, great talker, oh, yeah. one of the best of all time. One of the best trash talkers of yes. all times. And a strong civil rights advocate, refused to go to the, into the Vietnam War after being yeah. drafted. And Cassius, I didn't know this until I was looking this up for, for today, it's a Shakespearean name, mm. and... Cassius was the instigator of the conspiracy against Caesar. Okay, yeah. So it has this positive thing of Cassius Clay, but in Shakespearean terms, kind of not a cool guy. No. So it's a nice dualistic name. No. And I think it honors a figure who is well regarded. Yeah. Yeah. I think globally, he's an Mm -hmm. ambassador for civil rights and mm-hmm. humanitarian causes around the world. Everyone knows who Muhammad Ali is. Yeah. And by going to his birth name, I, I just, Cassia sounds cool. Oh, yeah, that's a great name. Um, so so that's my first for a boy. I like it. Yeah, that's good. I like that one. So the first one that I came up with, now, I'm harking back to an, uh, an historical figure that I have mentioned before on the podcast, uh, going back to when we did Survivor. Okay. I mentioned this name before, and you had not heard of uh, of this figure before, but it's one of the names that I picked, even though now I'm totally cheating on this one. And again, rules don't matter, just like anything else on this podcast. Uh, <laughs> but the name that I chose, partly because it's part of my name, so honoring me and my family, uh-huh. but the other thing, because of as the nickname, it's incredible. Uh, sorry, as a middle name, it's incredible. William the Conqueror Boys. Ooh. The Conqueror. The Conqueror. Wow. <laughs> wow. So run down the Conqueror's achievements again for so, us. So well, for those of you who don't know about William the Conqueror, he was uh, best known for leading the Norman Conquest of England in 1066. And he reigned as the first Norman King of England from 1066 until his death in 1087. Uh, and so just think naming your child after a Conqueror. Because if you think of how many people who have successfully conquered the British Isles, yeah. the list is tiny. So of, yeah. of historical achievements, you're looking at one of the bigger ones. Yeah. And of a consequence of, of the invasion of England, of the drawing of France and England closer together, you've got this whole the Norman relationship and then the shaping of the English language thereof. So you've got a lot of significance behind that Norman mm-hmm. invasion in 1066. Um, now... If you wanted to go by his other name, I don't think it'd be as good because William the Bastard just doesn't have the same <laughs> doesn't have the same oomph as the Conqueror. Now, I'm sure he preferred the Conqueror over the Bastard, but you never know. You might have been cool with both. It's possible, and I'm sure some of the people he conquered thought he was a bastard. Well, that I mean, it comes down to his. Now, I personally despise this term, but his illegitimate birth. Mm. Um, but I don't know. Well, either way, I mean, William the Bastard or William the Conqueror, either way, you've got a great name there. And again, right. the Conqueror is not a nickname. It's not It's not anything else. It's, it's middle name. William the Conqueror right. as his middle name. So names. that was the question I was going to have. Do you drop the no, you and just go the. Conqueror? No. Because then he's like a professional wrestler. Please welcome Conqueror. Ooh. That is true. It does open up a few other avenues right. in there. But I mean, again, let's say if someone says... You know, your name, and you go, William 
the Conqueror Boys. Right. Okay, here's my pushback to this. Okay. When the child is in trouble, which invariably happens with children, yeah. a lot of parents use the, the middle name as a sign that you're in real trouble. Yeah. Right? I don't think it's very intimidating to the child to say, William the Conqueror Boys, come here right now. No. No, that, you're right. because That so, would be my one pushback to it. You want the child to feel empowered... But you don't want them to feel so empowered that you that you lose your authority <laughs> as is the parent. True. Yeah, I don't want to. It's like, yeah, are you the conqueror? No. Right. Yeah, I guess so. But I guess I'm just thinking, I, I always try to think of long term when I'm thinking of baby names. I mean, you want something that suits them uh, as a child and right. then growing up. And then, of course, because, I mean, you're an adult for the majority of your life. Right. Um, and so you want something that kind of works as an adult. Again, I mean, you said as a professional wrestler or, I mean, let's say uh, as a lawyer, conqueror and co. Right. Adopts. Have you been injured in a traffic accident? Call conqueror. Exactly. I mean, yeah. that's just, I mean, you got a name right there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. So I'm going to throw one at you okay. that I don't, I'm going to guess you have not heard of this individual. Okay. Let's see. Hoyt Wilhelm. Nope. Yes. So Hoyt, it, uh, it's actually a Norse name. Okay. It means spirit or soul. And Hoyt Wilhelm is a Hall of Fame pitcher. How do you spell that? H-O-Y-T. Okay. Hoyt. Hoyt. Um, he retired at the age of 50. He pitched for 20 years, wow. retired at the age of 50, a career earned run average of 2.52, eight-time All-Star, won the World Series in 1954, led the major leagues in ERA twice, played with 10 different teams. 50? Yeah. That's incredible for a pitcher. Yeah. Now, he's he only pitched for 20 years. He didn't make the major leagues until he was 30. Yeah. So... You know, the length of the career isn't that odd in terms of years in the league. No. But pitching until you're 50 is crazy. Oh, yeah. Considering, I mean, we see guys nowadays blow out their elbows or their shoulders yeah. at age 20. I mean, we're hearing about guys getting Tommy John surgery when they're 19. Yeah. So, Sometimes even younger. Yeah. So like high school kids. To think about a major leaguer or a professional athlete lasting until 50 is incredible. Particularly in an age where they're drinking all the time, smoking oh, yeah. in the dugout. Oh, yeah, not like, not like not athletes take, today. Not taking care of themselves at all. No. And I, I like the name Hoyt. 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 So that, my pushback on that yeah. is that you'd have to say it like Hoyt every time. That's true. You couldn't just go Hoyt. Like, no, it just doesn't work. It has to be that like, long, Hoyt. exaggerated Hoyt. H. Hoyt. Yeah. So if you had a sore throat, it'd be hard to say. It'd be almost impossible. Yeah. It'd be a lot of, come here now. Exactly. <laughs> hey, kid. <laughs> hey, you, son. <laughs> Get over here. That's true. That's true. I've got another one here. Now, this one I crowdsourced on, as uh, as Sean told me. Because I mentioned that when trying to think of good names, I asked my brother, I asked my wife, and I asked a good friend of ours, a friend of the show, Jeremy Garrett, uh, some names that they thought would be a good historical figure. So I thought I'd give a shout-out to them and include one of the names on the list that uh, that they gave. Now, this is the one of the this is one of the names that you could either like it or hate it, depending on what side of history you're on. Hmm. And so this is why I thought it was really interesting. I thought I'd, I'd include it. Napoleon Bonaparte. Oh. So most people have heard of Napoleon, but just in case you don't know anything about him... Uh, He was emperor of the French between 1804 and 1814. He's a well-known military commander. Uh, He was responsible for French aggrandizement in the early years of the 19th century. But he was also responsible for a series of wars, which culminated in the Battle of Waterloo in 1815. Uh, Now, after which he he was exiled to Elba, where he spent the rest of his days. And so, if you're a fan of that period of French dominance, then Napoleon has a very strong name. It's a very powerful name. But if, say, you've got more of a British heritage or, say, Prussian heritage, you may not be a fan of the guy, considering Mm. the fact that he was continuously causing trouble. You had to keep sending forces to fight him. And France was just getting too powerful for the combination of the British, Prussians, Russians, Austrians, you name it. Pretty pretty much everyone in Europe did not like this guy. Um, But Napoleon 
is still synonymous with the emperor that he was. That's true. He, he very much is. But I don't know why this is the first thing that comes to my mind. That's okay. Little man complex. Yeah, that is that is the one thing. Obviously, is that how you how you bring that uh, right. that distinction in there? Yeah. yeah. No, I know. So the positive of it for you is what? I think it's what because it's a well known name, if you will. Okay. It's not one of the common names, but again, if you were to say that I was named after Napoleon Bonaparte, most people have at least heard of. Mm-hmm. Who Napoleon was? Yeah, there's they name recognition. Exactly. That. Yeah. There's name. How does the teacher feel about the the kid? You know, in second grade when he walks, when she or he gets their class register, mm-hmm. and it says Napoleon, and it's going to be one of the first names they see. Oh yeah. Because if we're going with your last name of Boyce, it's going to yeah. be high up on that list. It will be. And like, and they see the list and they say Napoleon Boyce. This is going to be a long year. Yeah. Oh Napoleon. Oh. Yeah. That's a tough one. It sounds cool. Well, and that and that and again, therein lies the the difficulty yeah. of picking of picking a name for your child because you Very gotta tough. you gotta pick a name that uh, that sounds good, but at the same time, they're gonna be able to use for the rest of your life. So that's true. Yeah, that's true. So at one, I think in a similar vein, Errol Flynn. Oh, no, there's a name right there. Yeah. So Errol Flynn. Errol actually means nobleman. Oh, okay. Um, now, Errol Flynn, of course, famous actor. He was Robin Hood in mm-hmm. Robin Hood in 1938. Yeah. Also in Objective Burma. I now, don't know that one. Now, you may know it as Myanmar, but it'll always be Burma to me. Okay. And anybody who gets that reference, I love you. Now, Errol Flynn was an interesting, interesting guy because he was very much a womanizer. Okay. And... There's actually an expression called in like Flynn, Mm -hmm. which refers to how easy it was for him to attract and seduce women. Okay. So he wasn't really a great individual for that, but a very good actor and a good sounding name. Again, there there sort of a dual Yeah, again, therein lies the trouble because you've got a great name, Errol Flynn, but then when you have to explain why you chose that it gets a little difficult right. because then it's like oh you named your son after a womanizer right and the i think too the the big problem with errol as a first name people might think of you as one of these hipster people who are trying just to make up new names because it's uh, not like he's not that well known and there's not that many errols walking around no that People might think, oh, you're trying to like get too creative with yeah. the name sort yeah. of thing. Uh, so, th- which is why I have a good back. what I think is a good backup. Okay. Haskell Wexler. <laughs> so, Haskell Wexler actually just died in December. Oh, yeah. Academy Award winning director. Mm-hmm. Directed One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Oh. Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf. In the Heat of the Night, The Thomas Crown Affair. Oh, jeez. So, great director. Also, Haskell, I like, because of Eddie Haskell from Leave it to Beaver. Yeah. So, you get the respect of being a great director, Mm -hmm. Academy Award winning, but also, say what you will about Eddie Haskell as a character and as as a person, charming very likable in, yeah. a, in a sense. He's the sort of kid that you may not want to necessarily be Eddie Haskell. No. But it's good to have an Eddie Haskell as your friend. Here's my fear. Let's say you're going out. Uh-huh. And you're going out with the boys. And you tell your wife, hey, I'm going out with the boys. You know your wife is going to ask you, is Eddie Haskell going? That's true. Because if you say yes, there is no way you're going to be allowed to go out. Yeah, but it's not Eddie Haskell. It's just Haskell. I know, but I'm just, I'm just, just warning just you. Haskell. If that's if that's the way you're going, if that's how you're thinking about it, you just got to be careful with that. Because, again, there's always that one guy in the group in which your spouse or significant other says to you, no, you're not going out with that guy. Maybe I'm that guy for people. You are that guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just confirm me. Oh, yeah. No, just, just let, let's not beat around the bush. You're that guy. 
So I've got uh, I've got one more. All right, give it to me. That I thought. Uh, now this is one of the ones that you mentioned off the top, but I'm picking it anyway. That I mentioned off the yeah. top. Yeah, sorry, not in the podcast, but when we were discussing this, you had mentioned which would be a good name, but because it's so unoriginal that it may not be great. But I still like it, and it's just because of my own interest in the life of times of this person, George Washington. Yeah. Just I'm just fascinated with. With George Washington and the the period of the American Revolution, I've just I'm really interested in reading about it. Um, and again, talk about name recognition. Right now, when we were chatting about uh, doing this podcast before, we you had mentioned again. I mean, it's not original, and I mean, how many people have been named after George Washington? Places, uh, you name it, things have been named after Washington. Right, but it's still a great name. So, would you go George Washington Boys? Or just George something else boys? No, see, I think you'd have to keep the Washington in there. Okay. I think you'd have to. Because I think really that's the the powerful part of the name. I mean, George is a great name, but I think Washington is just that, that part in there. I mean, hey, you could name your, your son first name Washington. You could. It's a little harder. It is. But you could do it if yeah. you really wanted to. Yeah, because then the nickname is Wash. Yeah. See, now again, there's another great yeah. locker room nickname right there. Yeah. Wash. Hmm. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the issue I have with it is the commonality. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it. very widespread. There's no doubt yeah. about it. Yeah. But uh, it's one of the ones that I, that I included on my list just because, again, I was so interested in, right. uh, in that. Now, I've got a couple that, uh, that I'll throw out there that Megan actually had. Okay. Had discussed. And for those who don't know who Megan is, she is the person to whom you are related by marriage. Indeed. Okay. Yes. Just I just wanted to make sure that uh, I'm yeah. pretty sure our listeners know who Megan is by this point. At least I hope so. I've mentioned I don't know if we refer to her by name enough. I hope so. <laughs> so this is a shout out to my wife, to Megan, because uh, I asked her what her opinion it was, what uh, two good names. And the names that she came up with, uh, based on historical figures, is Isaac Newton. Okay. She really enjoys the name Newton. Yeah, because you uh, could have Newton as a first name. Yeah, exactly. And she, uh, we're playing this video game right now in which one of the characters is named Newton, and she just thinks that's that's really cool. Like it's right. a really, uh, really interesting name there. And you could give the kid Fig Newtons for lunch every day. Oh yeah, yeah. But then you know, there's the cannibal jokes, and you know, yeah, that's true. Kind of gets a little difficult. Yeah, okay. um, and the other one that she came up with was Thomas Edison. So for okay. some reason, she's all about the inventors and right. scientists and whatnot. And that's but, another uh, one. I think you drop Thomas and just go with Edison. Edison, yeah. Well, I mean, Thomas Alva Edison. I mean, Alva is a cool middle name. Uh, no, I, it's, I wonder if it's too close. You know that Seinfeld episode where she has the body part named after. Which is a name that rhymes with a female body part. I wonder if it's too close to that. Um, I don't. I don't know. That's not. That's not uh, what know. came to my mind. I don't know. That's um, the, those were Megan's picks. Because they, I can assure you that, that she was not thinking. Because they come lines. up with Malva, and it, so Alva to me sounds very close to Malva for some reason. Yeah. Well, so the, it is tricky. No, no. Right. I, I agree. I would just go with uh, just Edison, Edison yeah. as a first name. Yeah. Yeah. Edison's yeah. a good name. So I have I have a couple more here as Gosh. well. Millard. Millard, as in Millard Fillmore? Yeah. President of the United States yeah. uh, around the middle of the 19th century. Final Whig president. Yeah, he was. And he was an anti-slavery guy, but he was a moderate anti-slavery guy. Okay. So... You know, he's one of these presidents in the middle of the 19th century. His main, even though he's anti-slavery, his main goal is to prevent war Mm -hmm. at at any step. But the reason I really like Millard is that the name means guardian or keeper. Oh, yeah. That's 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 kind of a nice nice thing. And the other name I have here is Humphrey for our dear friend Humphrey Bogart. That's yeah. That's that's why. Yeah, because the kid could just walk around in everything the kid says. So if you say you have to clean your room, mm-hmm. and the kid could just say, "Frankly, my dear, <laughs> I, don't, I don't give a damn," you know, like, and that that's just a standard response. <laughs> the standard kid response have. to everything. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> See, if, but, but if you don't eat your vegetables, you won't grow up to be strong. Frankly, my dear. <laughs> but, but the problem with that is I would never be able to be strict with him because I'd be laughing every time he no, said it. That's true. You couldn't. I just I couldn't <laughs> take it seriously. Every time, every time you began. Frankly, I that's it. I'm done. done. I gotta leave the room. We're I'm done. done. I'm done. But the but unless when you're really angry and he tries to do it, then you really go into a rage. Oh yeah, screaming. you just kind of set not him off. now. <laughs> you cut him off. Not the time. Yeah. <laughs> Don't even let him get two two words out. <laughs> so I have I actually have one more here that I, I've skipped over. Okay. And it's one that I I like the idea of it. In practice, I'm not sure. Kirby for Kirby Puckett. Okay. Great baseball player for the Minnesota Twins, Hall of Famer. Game six of the 1991 World Series, he hit the home run, a walk-off home run, the famous call, we'll see it tomorrow night. Now it's a Kirby Puckett. He died in 2006. He was only 46 years old, had a stroke. But a great player and a lovable guy. He's one of these fat baseball players. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so like, he had a big belly. Um, but everyone loved him. I mean, you know, playing in the Midwest in Minnesota there, just, uh, everyone sort of loved him. My, my issue with Kirby Pocket, the name, is Kirby. I believe there's a, a video game. Most certainly is. Of Kirby, which I don't care for. And Pocket is too easy to rhyme on the schoolyard. Yeah. So I don't know how well it works. Yeah, that'd be that'd be a little tough to get away with. Yeah, yeah, that's a tough. Yeah, good names in the sense that they're original and they sound good, but you might have a little bit of difficulty with it. Right, right. So, so, so those are some of our. So we've sort of gone into this sort of either or category of you know good idea, mm-hmm. but in practice not maybe not so great. So. Any of those names that we think would be a good choice. Mm-hmm. There might be some un- un- unintended consequences yeah. in some of those names that we just have missed. Yeah. But for the most part, we think those those work well. Yeah, those are some, some fairly good names. Yeah. Now. So let's run through some bad, bad names. names. Now, we are intentionally going to omit the super obvious ones. The one that, as soon as we say bad baby names, every listener jumped to. Right, so Adolf is off the table. Gone, gone. It's out. I, no. I'm gonna say Benito also gone. Yeah, I think that's safe probably to say. really obvious. Yeah. Unless we were in Italy, and I don't know, maybe the name has been salvaged a little more in Italy. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like I can think of Benito uh, Santiago, who was a player, a baseball player for the Giants for a while. Okay, so maybe it's it's coming up a little bit more. Yeah, I know that a few years have passed now. Yeah, um, Takamata. Probably off the board yeah. from the Spanish Inquisition. Yeah. So those sorts of super obvious ones we think were off. Yeah. So I'll let you go first here okay. on this one. So I've got one. Now, again, this is the one that, depending on where you live, it could be a bad choice. However, this is a name that uh, there's a famous celebrity out there that many people really enjoy who has this name. So clearly it's, it's okay for some things. But for a name, especially in North America, Benedict Arnold. Yeah. Depending on what side you're on, the name could either be synonymous with treason or loyalty. Yeah, it's it's too much of a polarizing. It is very much a polarizing name. Now, of course, Benedict Cumberbatch is a famous actor, very good actor, and the name works. But being British, it makes sense, it works, but you can't right. see many Americans naming their child Benedict. Mm-hmm. Um, because obviously you go with uh, Benedict Arnold, who was a general during the American War of Independence, who initially served for the Continental Army, and then in 1780 he deferred to the British. Yeah. Uh, again, if you've, anyone who's listening knows that Benedict Arnold is synonymous with a turncoat. Yes. So yes. that's really not a great, maybe not a great example to go with. And every time he goes out to breakfast, there's going to be an Eggs Benedict joke. 100%. And, I mean, I love Eggs Benedict. It's one of my favorite breakfasts. 
but I wouldn't want my name to be Benedict because I'd either feel compelled to order it or I could never yeah, order you could, it. Yeah, you just have to stay away from it on principle. Yeah, like because people will be like, "Oh, eggs Benedict, it's a little on point." Yeah, ah, yeah, ah, like, that's not <laughs> funny. Yeah, it's like just Stop just it. bring me my eggs, please. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a good uh, that's a good one. That's a good one. So the the first one that I thought of, and this is a contemporary figure. Okay. But I think the legacy is compromised enough. Hmm. And it's a cool sounding name that I very much like. And it's another one where it's not the name most associated with this individual. Okay. So I'm thinking of Eldrick for Eldrick Tiger Woods. Oh. And I think think Tiger Woods' is, reputation has taken enough of a hit. Yeah, it's been bashed around a little bit. The, like he's, he's recovered a little bit. Yep. The Lindsey Vaughn relationship seemed to help him. Yeah, he's no longer vilified. Right. Like, he's he, he's brought his kids out to the Masters last year, for yep. instance, and they were out putting and all that. Mm-hmm. And like, it seems like he's a good father. And, mm-hmm. and his... Ex-wife and he are on pretty good terms, from what I can tell. I believe she caddied in the oh, part, or she was around at that par three with the kids. Okay. So I think there's some sort of acknowledgement between the two of them, or some sort of at least some sort of an accord mm-hmm. through which they don't hate each other, or they might they might not like each other, but yeah, they can be around each other. But I I do think that the name because 15 years ago, even 10 years ago, you could. Go with Eldrick, and that's a cool sounding oh, name. Oh, yeah. Great athlete, yeah. arguably the greatest golfer ever. Yeah. But now it's sort of tainted. Yeah, it's tough a little bit to, to go with that, just in in light of everything that's happened to Tiger over the past five, six, seven yeah. years. Um, yeah, it might be a little bit more difficult, but who knows? You're right. It, it's, if his reputation continues to improve, it might be all right. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. But in this moment, in 2016, I think that'd be a tough sell. It would be. Yeah. Another one that I came up with, again, is one of the, depending on what side of the line of history you're on, and this is why, hesitant to name a child after this, John Wilkes Booth. Uh, yeah. It's kind of tough. Now, if you live in the U.S. South and you were not a fan of, say, Lincoln and his policies, John Wilkes Booth is a great name. But for the majority of people, when they hear John Wilkes Booth, they think of an assassin. Yep. They think, obviously, of the murder of Lincoln. Yep. That's a bit of a tough sell. Right. It's But how would... So you would have to name... Use all three names. Somehow you'd have to. Right? Because if your name... I'm sh- there has to be a John Booth out there somewhere. Oh, yeah. In the world, right? Yeah. Like, Booth is a relatively common last name. Mm-hmm. John is such a common first name. Yeah. Um, Wilkes... I think I think the Wilkes is the giveaway. Like if your last name is Wilkes, yeah. it'd be harder to name your kid John. Yeah, it'd be a little more difficult to do that. But I'm sure there are John. I, I very much love for a John Wilkes to email the show and be like, "Hey, I'm John Wilkes." Yeah. Um, but you know, you would have to have all three for it to be totally oh, synonymous. Yeah, you can't just be because if you say, "Hi, this is my son John." Oh, John, that's a great name. Where'd you come up with? Oh, John Wilkes Booth. Right. Right. That's a little far-fetched. A little I mean, tougher. Uh, yeah, it's not like everyone's going to ask you, oh, where'd you come up with that name? Right. A lot of people just say, oh, that's a great name. Right. Because uh, it's the same as Lee Harvey Oswald. Yeah. In that you need all three. You have to have all three. Because Lee, three. Harvey, and Oswald are all common enough on their own. Yeah, but you couldn't have, you couldn't just have one and then say, again, the same situation. Oh, he's named after Lee Harvey right. Oswald. That's right. Oh, okay. And that right. Is, so. Yeah. So another one that I have here, and again, maybe there's somebody in the world with this name, because two relatively common names. Mm -hmm. Jim Crow. Oh. Right? Oh. Very common first name. Very common last name. I wonder if there's anyone in the world who has, anyone out or within North America who has this name. It'd be tough. That'd be a very tough sell. So, of course, for those who don't know, Jim Crow was the name given to the segregation rules in the South following the Civil War up to the Civil Rights Movement, Jim Crow segregation. So, And the, the Jim Crow characterization of African Americans. Very bad. Very unflattering. Uh, if you Google Jim Crow, you can see the images that, uh, that were produced uh, in, uh, in the 1880s and 1890s, and as Sean said, up to the uh, Civil Rights Movement. They're not, 
friendly. No, no. So I think that would be a, a tough one. But again, it's it's the sort of thing that I'm sure there are people named Jim Crow. I'm sure somewhere, but you just wonder if their parents and Jim understand right. that it's associated with. Right. And if you do happen to make that mistake, I'll call it a mistake, mm-hmm. of naming your kid Jim Crow, then it's almost, the kid, as soon as they figure it out, half has to go by James. Yeah. James Crow you can deal with. You can, yeah, you can, you can, you can salvage that. Yeah. Jim Crow, I don't. No. Even if your name is Crow with an E, it doesn't. No, it doesn't help. It's basically, if you name your child Jim Crow, they're not allowed to go south of the Mason-Dixon line. Right. Because that would not. No. No. That would be a tough sell. Yeah. Hi, I'm checking into my hotel and your name. Oh, Jim Crow. Yeah. Have a nice day, sir. Yeah, exactly. We're going to have to ask you to leave. Yeah. So the last one that I had here, again, yeah. was one of my crowdsourced ones. And uh, this one I thank my brother Jordan for. Depending on how you use it, could be a very cool name. But when you l- look back in, or with, when you look into the name a little bit, it becomes a little creepy. Vlad Dracul, otherwise known as Vlad the Impaler. Oh. I think everyone has heard of Dracula. Well, that's the origins of Dracula come from this guy. He was uh, a Romanian prince in the 15th century. And in Romania and Bulgaria, he's actually revered as a hero for his nationalism and, uh, and whatnot. But in Germany and other parts of Europe, he was known for his brutality, especially towards his enemies. And his excessive cruelty, you don't get the moniker The Impaler for no reason. You really don't. His propensity to impale his enemies is kind of creepy. So I think, I mean, Vlad, again, in and of itself, great name that you could certainly use. But if you're using Dracul or The Impaler, you're getting a little difficult. It's getting dicey. See, that's Vlad The Impaler is something that WWE would do. I get yeah. Like that, it'd be, it'd be right like there. a heel character oh, yeah, 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 yeah. in in WWE. Now is Vlad short for Vladimir in this case? I'm not entirely sure because Vladimir, a very popular name, yep, yep. Uh, not only with Vladimir Putin but much more relevant to me in my life, Vladimir Guerrero. Yes, a great Expo player mm-hmm. for a long time. So Vladimir on its own, not bad. Again, just like Vlad on its own, on its no own, problem. Fine. But if you're going to explain it that you're named after a 15th century Romanian dictator. Not good. Ty- or tyrant, I guess is probably the other thing, who, again, like to impale people. Not great. Not great. No. No. Tough sell. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think that would go over. No. But I mean, but, but again, on the reverse side of that, you can say you're named after Dracula. And that's fun-ish. I guess. <laughs> and that's why it's not a great baby name. <laughs> so thank you to my brother for that one. So very good. So that's our list. Pros, cons. We, we feel as though we have provided a lot of great ideas, thoughts for names. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we have steered you in the right direction if you were thinking of naming your child something that might not have sounded great yeah uh but if anyone has any other ideas for people after whom we should name be naming children whether because they're great luminous figures or because they sound cool i think we've put a little more priority on names that sound cool oh 100 percent. than just on the the achievements of the individual oh yeah Uh, but we'd be happy to See it in the comments. Email us. Tweet tweet at us. Yeah, I want to. I want to see what people think. Uh, I should name my daughter. Yes, because this is actually an ongoing issue. Now you don't have to tell us if you guys have decided a name. I'm sure it's been talked about we at have some discussed point. It, yeah. And I don't expect you to say it to anybody no. outside of the two of you until the baby is born. That's right. We're keeping it very uh, very close to the chest here. Right. We're uh, we're. We've, we've talked about it at length. We've got a couple that we're kind of narrow, narrowing it down to. But no, once uh, once our little girl arrives, that's, uh, right. that's so, the time that everyone finds out. So given that the, a firm decision has been made as of this recording, mm-hmm. tweet at Aaron, email Aaron, give him your suggestions. <laughs> I'm going to say that they are open 
to, to ideas, stuff that they may not have thought of. So really bombard him with baby names that are relevant to historical figures. And I'd like to say thank you to the listeners because this will probably be my last appearance on the podcast <laughs> as I will never be allowed to sit in front of Sean ever again once Megan finds out I did this. Because I am that friend. <laughs> so Aaron Boys, and if you're going to tweet him, it is at Aaron Boys one Yes. So you tweet at him, follow him. The man, the myth, the legend. Again, congratulations not only on the forthcoming fatherhood but also on the defense last week. Thanks so much, my friend. I appreciate it. And thank you, as always, for doing the show. Hey, every time I get a call from the producer, well, first of all, it's a moment of dread because I have to deal with him. Well, you um, hang up. Like, you hang up on the producer and wait for the producer hang to call you back. Well, yeah, but every right. time he calls, I get nervous because then I'm just like, oh, I have to talk to this guy. So, But, you know, it's worth it in the end. Yeah, I mean, you get over that hump. And yeah, exactly. That's the worst part of the experience. Yeah, once, you, once I get over talking to him, I'm good. Yeah. So we, we appreciate you dealing with that. I, hey, anytime. Uh, anybody questions or comments for the podcast, it is HistorySlam at gmail.com. Twitter at Dr. Shawnee Fever. And if you're out and you see Enrico Palazzo, please say hi for me. Thanks for listening to the History Slam podcast. Be sure to check out Active History for more features, articles, and be sure to subscribe on iTunes.